Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Dude, I'm locked out of my Facebook. How do you get locked out of your Facebook? Because I changed my password. I don't remember what I changed it to. Wow, douchebag. Change it. Pain in my ass, dude. Because <laughs> I changed it like when I was half asleep because I couldn't get into it. I think somebody like hacked it or something. Mm-hmm. I think there were mad hacks, yo. That's okay. I just reset it. You cannot use this password. Well... <laughs> Well, if you could be that way about it. And I also never put my password in because my web browser just remembers. There we go. All right, fucking messages anyway. So this doesn't really fucking matter, does it? <sighs> Nobody loves me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I hate when you get to those. Like my my problem is I hate when I go into accounts that I haven't got into for a while, and you think it's like. You know the generic password that you normally use. Then you go in there like, oh, what? And like, then, then you, <laughs> yeah. And then you go back and you're like, you know, you try to do the, you know, you go to reset the password, or and you find out it's like because you arbitrarily capitalized a certain letter. Silly shit. Like you were trying yeah. to be clever. Yeah, you're like, oh, so I'm always gonna hack this one. I'm gonna put a capital A right at third letter. It was so <laughs> hardcore that you didn't even get in. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, a podcast. Uh, the last one for September. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. September went by kind of slow. September? Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. I had a lot of shit happen in September, but it still felt like it went kind of slow. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, I was broke. I was broke all month. <laughs> that was really all that. How's that? How's that different from any other month? That's the truth. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm Stephen Vargas, and my uh, cohort here is uh, Adam, a motherfucking Riley. Pretty much. Pretty much, man. So, uh, so, so I this I saw this I saw this like literally after we well not literally after but like the next day after we recorded last week's podcast. Literally. <laughs> literally, and so like I'm sitting there and uh, I'm, I'm going to meet. Uh, a coworker for lunch, so I'm sitting there waiting for waiting for mass transit to arrive, and I sit there and there's these two fools, total 
total gangbangers, but they just look like complete fools, you know? And they walk it up, and they're talking all this shit. And um, he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a Blackberry. And I look at this, and I'm like, wow, this dude's been dealt a pair of fuck you cards in life. Because <laughs> not only did Homeboy choose to be a gangbanger, he chose to get a Crackberry. It's, Not only is he about that life, he's about that life. <laughs> it's like if you choose your phone the way you chose your life, it's not going to end well, dude. <laughs> well, he probably he probably has a BlackBerry because a fucking prepaid phone. A lot of prepaid phones, like the only thing you can get that's halfway decent is a fucking BlackBerry Curve. Yeah, this is true. This does, guy didn't look like he had a. Um... How should I say? A stable source of income. Yeah, he's now, a gangbanger, not a mobster. <laughs> <laughs> this guy isn't about to make things happen, you know? I mean, that may sound like a stereotype, but come on. Come on. It's not a stereotype. It's, it's not a, a stereotype. It's, it's fact. It's a cold fact, baby. You know, you have, you have some gangbangers that are like going, shit, I handle my business. And good for you, but most of the people you know don't. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but uh, this week had some really oddballs i actually my uh my brother found this vine clip on facebook and then uh showed me and then i was like going oh my god i laughed so hard i was like adam you need to see this <laughs> <laughs> so the video is about you've probably seen it on facebook it kind of started trending a bit uh these uh, two black guys are walking down the street and they're following this chick and they're like, damn, you know, like she's, she's got it going on, man. You know? Damn, shorty bad. She's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, they, and then they go, what's up? And then she turns around and all of a sudden you hear like, what up? You're like, <laughs> voice is like super deep. But the cr- quick cut is hilarious. One of the dude literally falls flat on his back. Like, but he's completely straight when he does it. <laughs> like, he doesn't just collapse. He just threw. You kind of see his hands kick out at the end, but it's like, you know. But the the other thing is the other dude runs like bolts into the street <laughs> and runs <laughs> down the street. And it, it's funny too because it's not like, you know the like the jog you would see for a drug. No, like, this dude ran. Like, he was being chased by cops. It was that sort of... <laughs> he No, he ran like he, a monster was chasing him. Like, <laughs> he, he was fucking gone. That thing crashed me. Like, um, it's, it, was only, it was only a, what, 10-second video? And I think in that last two seconds, he ran a quarter mile down the street. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. What's funny, though, is that, like, I don't usually share a lot of these things with Adam because I know Adam doesn't really care. But this one, I... I like funny things, ass. No, I'm not. I'm saying, like... No, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I saw this one. I was like, oh, Adam has to see this one. Adam must see this. Adam must see this. Yes. Uh, Speaking of uh, must-see clips, Mm. Avengers Age of Ultron... Teaser trailer. Yeah. So this trailer didn't really show much. Although one thing it did show, which we were talking about, is um, the direct correlation with Tony Stark and Ultron, which comic book fans will know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, Other people might be going, (laughs) so 
Just saying, you know. Yeah, the teaser trailer was originally released for Comic-Con. Um, and then what they did was when they released the Iron Man 3 DVD, which came out last week, which I picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all you fanboys can suck it. Uh, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> I, I, it. You can download the Jarvis app and you actually get to see some videos, one of which is the teaser trailer, but also like uh, uh, Joss Whedon talking about it before he comes out to make the announcement, things like that. But the teaser trailer, yeah, shows literally nothing. But by the end, when you see Ultron's face pop up, I'm literally throwing my money at the screen going, take it! Take my money! Oh, God. Just take this money! (laughs) But, oh, man. But if you haven't checked out the teaser trailer, I mean, it's... It's funny because like even in the article I posted, I'm like, yes, it's 2013. Yes, the movie hasn't even shot yet. And yes, it doesn't come out for two years. But we're still amping up the hype for it. It's like, we know! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still going to skate all over it. Skate, 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 But uh, if you haven't seen the teaser trailer, check out the lazygeeks.com uh, and you go over to videos and you'll see that shit right there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And keep speaking of Marvel, Agents Marvel's Agents of Shield premiered this. This show was dope. I liked it. I know. I liked it too. Coulson was a badass dude. I like how like his tone really didn't change. It didn't matter what he was doing. Yeah. Like nothing shocked him. Yeah, nothing. Like, he was just like, I know. He always seemed bored. <laughs> like. Dude, I've I've been there and back. Like I'm really <laughs> right. whatever, dude. It's like, yeah, it's like I I was there, dude. But it's it's funny too because uh, uh, my girlfriend and and my brother both said it felt a little Firefly esque. It like, did. Like some of the dialogue and some of the like my favorite is when he came back and he's like, uh, where he comes, he's like, I'm sorry, that was just a dark corner. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I it was sad. Like I. Like, a lot of people said, like, well, we didn't see him technically die, which is true. We didn't. But obviously there's something more going on because, like, they had uh, – what was it? The minister guy from Firefly plays the doctor yeah. in it. And obviously he says, like, Tahiti, he doesn't know. So obviously something else happened. Yeah, there's a lot of buildup going on, which I think is dope. Yeah. But uh, that true serum bit was hilarious. That, that was funny and I thought it was awesome. And – that chick is just <laughs> precious. She's so free. I was telling Steve when she in the interrogation room. There's no spoilers. But in the interrogation room. She takes like she takes her sweater off, and I sat up in my chair like, oh, well, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> Suddenly, I'm kicking back and also say like, hey, I'm leaning in hey. for interest now. Hey now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I I thought it was pretty slick. I thought it was badass. Oh, by the way, if you guys haven't. If you guys have yet to buy the Iron Man 3 DVD, uh, do buy it and check out the Marvel one-shot Agent Carter. Uh, really, really cool. Liked it a lot. And plus there's also some cameos from some other characters of Captain America, the first Avenger, which are which is pretty nice. So um, dumb, dumb fans will know what I'm talking about. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it mar- um, Agents of Shield looks like something I'm gonna be checking out because that was oh, kind yeah. of a clutch. Like I was thinking, oh god, let this be good. And I'm gonna admit, and, and I told Steve this, Agents of Shield. I'm, I'm, I was so lazy one day. Well, it wasn't really lazy, but I was doing things on my computer. He was lazy. And 
Yeah. I'm in my bedroom, and that's where my computer is, my office. <laughs> and um, you just Did you just do air quotes? I did. Yeah. And uh, across the hall upstairs is the room with the big TV, which I like to call the media room because I'm cool. Um, just means I can, only, I can only afford one big TV. <laughs> so I put it over there. Um, I have both of those shows, Big Bang Theory premiere, which was cool too, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recorded on a DVR, full HD, ready to go. And I downloaded the shows and watched them on my computer so I could have it on one side of the screen in a tiny little box and my web browser on the other side. Pathetic. <laughs> wah, wah. pathetic <laughs> so you know just yolo <laughs> is Basically. that is, is that a reason why your ram is slow no this okay <laughs> so i had six gigs now here's here's something that a lot of people don't don't know about ram a lot of people are like oh i need 16 gigs of ram you know, I, I need the most amount of RAM. That's not true because a lot of people go, I need 16 gigs of RAM, and then they don't pay attention to the speed of the RAM. So the amount of RAM means you can do more things at once. The speed of RAM is how fast you are doing those things. So if you have 16 gigs of 400 megahertz RAM, you're going to be painfully slow. <laughs> so I had 6 gigs of um, 800 megahertz RAM. So it was fine. Everything was screaming fast. One RAM stick went out, and I was too lazy to do memory tests and all that bullshit. So in my closet, I had six gigs of RAM that I could put in my computer. Um, my closet's interesting, to say the least. I put it in, not realizing it's 400 <laughs> speed RAM. So my computer is basically half the speed. Wow. When it comes to opening shit. I'm like, damn it. So it, it would be better for me to find the broken, the stick that doesn't work, and then knock down to four gigs of RAM. Right. Especially since I'm running Linux. I don't need that much RAM um, for what I'm doing. But I'm so lazy. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, it's not even that I'm lazy. It's that once I, memory tests are easy, but they take a long time. So I can't use my computer while it's doing it. And I'm like, oh. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe I, I could deal with it for another day. Stupid. Just huh? stupid. Uh, <sighs> it's what it is. But I wanted to talk about something that I've noticed. And it's two instances um, the last couple of days. One being with the iPhone um, IO, IO7 or whatever the hell they call it yeah. update. And um, the playstation 3 video game prices so playstation 3 video game prices a buddy of mine gets on facebook and goes i'm not buying the ps or ps4 sorry i'm not buying the ps4 it's bullshit the games are going to be a hundred dollars (laughs) each and so i have to get on there and i go whatever you saw it's a placeholder until they get the actual price of the game blah 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 and then he links to an article and i go i don't give a fuck what they're saying it's a placeholder until they get the price of the game. And then um, articles are all over the place. Now, there's an article that Steve wrote up about this, but Steve's is a different tone. It's more in reference to how large the IO7 update is and that if, you know, if you're not by Wi-Fi and you're forced to download it, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but 
the everyone is freaking out because like oh apple's forcing us to uh to download the 7 update even if we don't want it and someone at work would told me he's like i can't believe they're forcing us i'm like i know i can't believe they're forcing you to download the 7 update and the 6 update and the 5 update and the 4 update and the 3 update it's like people forget things so quickly oh yeah it's so amazing to me that every few years I'm reading the same exact articles because people are just stupid, stupid, stupid. Now, I expect it from the Apple camp. No offense <laughs> and the Apple people out there because those people, they're not stupid. They're just – they think differently. Everything well, they, should be they perfect. Fo- they follow that motto, think different. Think Yeah, they think different too. Um <laughs> But the the video game thing, I had to call my friend out. I'm like, you stupid, dude. You should know better. You claim that you've been a gamer since the beginning, blah, blah, blah. You don't know what the hell's going on. Even – it was funny too because we – I even did an article months ago before – even before the the official announcement was that – I think it was Ubisoft was saying that they don't see the need to go beyond 60. They they go with the content right now. They go 60 is going to – you know probably going to be the limit and and i and i see that 70 bucks seems a little much but even if you yeah, look like, if you, for like a special edition or something yeah, that's fine if you go back to the history of video games it's always cranked up 10 bucks in every incarnation 400 yeah, but, bucks what's going to cost the same as a console to buy the it's just so funny to me it, it's like i don't know just people are stupid like i just think it's funny that people forget shit so quickly oh yeah um now on to another topic so i am going to be taking transit you know the bus to uh to work for a few reasons one is my mommy takes me to work right now and i'm a 28 year old man so (laughs) um no i don't mind that my mom takes me to work and neither does she um but i do have to pay her a silly amount of gas money because it's just the way it is. Gas is expensive. Being a, being I would a responsible save. adult. <laughs> exactly. It would save me a lot of money if I just took the bus. So I found the bus route. Everything's legit. It takes me an hour and a half to get to work. But I enjoy that because it's quiet time for me to read a book or to play my DSi that I stole from my sister. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stole her DSi. I was like, thank you. She's like, wait a minute. I'm like, you haven't played it in a month. Sorry. <laughs> I called dibs. You didn't hear me? Yeah. <laughs> you can have it back if you can take it from me. And yeah. she's like, just take it. <laughs> My sister's like 11. So. <laughs> Outsmarted 11 year old. Awesome. Yeah, that's right. Be smooth. <laughs> right. So, the first thing that came to mind was I need a new backpack because I am the type, and Steve knows this, that I, I over prepare. If I'm out in the real world, I have everything I could possibly need. When Adam, when Adam was living in whoa shit, uh, when Adam was living in L.A., it was funny because like he would come over with his his satchel, and you know, and he brought his laptop, which was understandable. But yet, even when he took his laptop and his power cord out and he dropped the bag down, it still made a thunk when it yeah. hit. Yeah, I always did. I had a med kit in there just in case. <laughs> You know, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had everything in there. So, shit, where was I going? Oh, <laughs> S- Steve takes the bus in L.A., and you have a bag. And now we're going to sit here, and you're going to tell me 
what do you take with you? Because you obviously are taking more than you actually need every day because you're taking a bag. Right. So there's something in there. You don't take your laptop with you because your laptop's over four years old, so you get a kink in your neck. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, first I take a shank and a shiv. Um and uh, ice pick, ice pick. I got a nine in there, you know, because it's the bus and it's LA. You got it. A bat, you're... A bat left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today is a good day to die. <laughs> um, uh, no, I I generally take uh, my iPod so I can listen to shit. Um, I just recently got a case for my Kindle Fire. So some, I'll bring that just so if I want to read or watch movies on it. Or um, I just recently started taking my uh, PSP again. And uh, yes, I said PSP. Um, because And um, just you know use it for playing games or whatever. So yeah, I usually have a couple of multimedia kind of things. And also now because um, I got promoted at my job, I actually get a lunch now. So sometimes I'll, I'll utilize that and like, you know, kick back with it or... You know, go like, oh, I'm going to sit and have lunch and I'm actually going to read something or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I normally take those kind of items and, you know, like a a hoodie just in case it gets cold. You know, that kind of shit. But uh, yeah. I'm going to need. This is what I'm going to need. Okay. Going to need a canteen of water. I'm going to need some <laughs> need gold, press, I'm gold press latinum. Well, uh, the, med, the med kit that I had had uh, water purification tablets. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Where does the bus take you through, like, the barren wasteland? <laughs> I'm in Arizona, man. You never know. <laughs> um, drinking cactus water and shit. <laughs> no, on a serious note. So currently, this is what I am I'll... being serious. <laughs> currently, this is this is what I'll have in my bag. I know this is what I'll have in my bag. I always have some sort of eating utensil because you know how we're always running out of the damn plastic forks. Yeah. And then you you're sitting there with like soup or something, and you can't eat it. You're like, yeah. damn it. Or you're trying um, you're trying to get meat with a spork. No, you know what I used to have, and somebody stole it. I left it on the table. I had a titanium spork. Wow. They're like 10 bucks on ThinkGeek. <laughs> and it was awesome. You couldn't even bend it. Like It was just amazing. I wonder if somebody stole it. Yeah, I know. So you, I had an eating utensil, some sort of gaming device, which I guess is now going to be the, the DSi, um, which I only have Super Mario for. But <laughs> it, when you only have one game, really. Um, <laughs> uh, what else will I have? My Nook. The Nook... Simple reader. I wouldn't get a Nook HT, please. <laughs> um, and I have to carry clothes because I, I wear a tie and button-down shirt, and I'm not wearing that on the bus. Yeah. Because I wear a white button-down shirt with a black tie. Mm. I look like I'm an uh, employee at 1960s NASA. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't need to wear, wear that on the bus, and I'll fuck it up anyway. You got the little crew cut and go, failure is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to the moon. Um <laughs> So I'll have to carry that in a bag, and then eventually I'm going to have some sort. I want to get a really lightweight. Um, I decided I'm not. I'm probably not going to get a tablet. I'm probably going to get like a lightweight um, laptop, uh, and I'll probably end up carrying that with me too. So that's currently what I'll have. Now is it going to be a backpack or a bag? No, I'm buying that Swiss, um, the Swiss backpack. Nice. Because I get, I get discounts at my work where a fifty a hundred dollar bag is is like forty bucks. 
Nice. 60% you know, so. shit. Well, it's like 5% above cost. Oh, nice. So it depends on what you're buying. Right. Uh, but um, I got that 56-inch HD screen for like 20 bucks. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so that's currently what's going to be in the bag. But after a few trips to Amazon and ThinkGeek, who knows what other <laughs> trinkets are going to make their way out of that fucking bag, dude. Uh, it's like, why do you – why do you have a – why do you have a voltmeter in here? <laughs> hey, man. You have a foot. Why do you have jumper cables in it, dude? <laughs> you can't help people in the need? Like, yeah, wait, wait, is this... Why do you have bungee cords? Hey, you never know. <laughs> why, why do you have a, uh exact replica of the original series Star Trek tricorder? Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Your response is, why don't you? <laughs> and then they're just like, I don't... I don't know how to oh. respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Wait, man. why do you have a remote control helicopter in here for the lulls <laughs> why do you have a tomahawk in here <laughs> i just said that because i'm on think geek right now and they don't they not only have a tomahawk for 35 dollars they have an assassin's creed 3 tomahawk oh, assassin's that's kind of beast mode dude. that you'd have to carry it's like why do you have assassin's creed 3 uh assassin's creed 3 uh tomahawk right here yolo bitch that's right. <laughs> never know when shit's about to get real, dude. <laughs> you never know when that a zombie apocalypse is going to be happening. Exactly. Speaking of which, I'll throw this one out there. Uh, uh, the other day, <laughs> uh, the mall that uh, – the, the store that I manage had a power outage. And uh, the the employee that was there at the time goes, dude, that shit was trippy. He goes, because I'm looking out at the mall and each store one by one, like it's like a cascading effect went down. It'd be like, he was just like, you see in the movies, like one by one, each store went out. He goes, and then when it hit their store, like he goes, you know how you always hear like the AC or like the music or he goes, it was pitch quiet. It was seven 30 at night and it's dark. Cause there's a mall's a bunch of skylighting. So he's like, it was like dark, and everybody's sitting there, and he goes, and this one person's in the store, like, I think we better go. And he goes, and I'm just thinking, like, oh shit, it's about to get real. It's gonna go down. You know, it's like the zombie apocalypse has happened, or like terrorists are gonna come breaking in. Everybody run! <laughs> that's where you. That's where you just totally go, like, run! <laughs> like people start panicking. You know that's illegal. Oh yeah, it's like just scream run. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's, it goes back to the crying, you know, fire in a crowded theater and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, because it's always that like after anything really bad and any anytime something really big happens, always check this is that you'll always hear like a pin drop, and then it's the first loud person's reaction that will dictate what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in high school one time and we had a. Um, we had an earthquake and it was far enough away, but it shook the building enough. And like when it stopped, everybody like was quiet. And then this one person went, Oh shit. And like, then everybody like panicked and ran for like the stairs and shit like that. And it was just kind of like that little moments. The one that stood out for me is like, everybody was quiet because like nobody knew how to react. It's like when you see on TV, how like some people get pissed off like nobody says anything it's like think in real life that's kind of how it is you're quiet until someone gives the reaction that gives you a place to go exactly (laughs) 
All right. Like, I don't know what to do. Everybody run. Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. All Bug right. the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow bitch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think on that note. It's time to jump. If someone if someone yelled YOLO, I would like start running and stop and go wait. Wait, what? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> wait, I don't. Wait, wh- how how is this supposed to work now? I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, all right. So jumping into news in uh television news this week. I don't know if any of you feel this way, but it seems that more and more events are getting released getting release dates on DVD and Blu-ray before they're even released in their original medium. The case is, can be said for the upcoming Doctor Who 50th anniversary special. The air date of the special is set for November 23rd of this year, but the announcement over the weekend told us when we can expect to own it. Just a week after the air date of the special, you can own the DVD Blu-ray of the special on December 2nd. Of course, in traditional fashion, there aren't any details regarding special features on the disc, but all we do know is that the 75-minute special will be on the disc. The episode will be aired simultaneously around the world to prevent internet spoilers that would happen if they aired in their respective time zone. The disc is currently available for pre-order, so because you know it will sell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's just kind of weird because like, you know, it hasn't even aired yet, and they're already like, oh yeah, but you can own it now on DVD. Um, in, uh, a week afterwards. It's just I don't know. It just seems a little weird to me. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking something. <laughs> so all, all you could get out of me was. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so something a little less interesting than Doctor Who, but still. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's not every day that Fox renews one of its animation shows. <laughs> so when I heard Bob's Burgers got a season five, I felt it was newsworthy. Renewals for animated shows are always announced earlier than live action ones due to the length of time it takes to create a full 22 episode season. So don't get excited for any other announcements at this time. Chairman of entertainment for the Fox broadcasting company, Kevin Riley uh, said, Bob's Burgers is one of those rare finds that just continues to outdo itself creatively. The show has become a key member of our Sunday animation domination family, and we're looking forward to attracting new fans with another season. Fox also announced Bob's Burgers was one of the top 10 comedy shows for men 18 to 49 and men 18 to 34. It made the number one spot for male teens as well. See, I found those numbers interesting because I've never seen an episode. (laughs) And I've been wanting to see it because I've been hearing really good things from this fucking show. Like, I hear it's dope. Um, it's nice to see animation doing well and even more impressive when it's on Fox. Fox is a network that is known to cancel shows before giving them enough time to mature or canceling shows before they were really ready to be canceled in the first place. Of course, if something isn't making money, it makes sense to cancel it unless that show is Firefly. The cancellation of that show should have never happened. Um, (laughs) still carrying a torch, huh? I'm carrying a torch, and there's two reasons I wrote this article. One, because I am interested in Bob's Burgers, and, and I've heard really good things. And two, anytime I get a chance to bring up that Firefly shouldn't have been canceled, <laughs> it's going to happen. So I <laughs> just want to throw that out there. But um, I wonder, is are the Fox shows on like Hulu? I think they are. I think so. I think so. CBS is the only network that says, fuck you, Hulu. Yeah. So I might have to check that show out, dude. Because I have Hulu and Netflix because I'm kind of a boss. So, <laughs> you know, 
Right. Yep. Uh, okay, up in uh, gaming news. Up in that gaming news. All up in your gaming news. <laughs> <laughs> if you plan to take Sony or Microsoft's offer to upgrade your existing PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360 game to the next-gen console, you better have liked it to. Uh, you better have liked the game to get it. Why? Because you will need to play through it again when you upgrade. That makes this makes a load of sense since the progress information is kept on your local hard drive than the server. Uh, Kotaku confirmed on Wednesday that the single-player save files will not be compatible with next-gen versions. So if you upgrade to the new version, you will need to play through the game again. EA and Activision have confirmed that the online multiplayer data for Battlefield 3 and Call of Duty Ghosts, respectively, will be compatible with next-gen systems as their player's progress is saved on a server, not on the player's HDD. This shouldn't come as a big surprise for gamers, but I am sure there will be people that will complain. In my opinion on the matter is that if you truly love the game, then you like a chance to play through it again. Sony has confirmed that if you wish to upgrade, you will need the physical version of the game for insertion (laughs) uh, to activate the PlayStation 4 (laughs) gameplay. Uh, If you can't understand why, and if it helps you... uh, it is to help prevent pirates, pirated copies of the game for people. However, we can still all share discs, right? Can't we? Yeah. Can't we? Can't we? We can share a whole lot. And I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, USB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was always pissed up PS3. Like, you, you could do a, a full backup of your PlayStation 3, um, except for most save files. Like, oh, that's just the most important thing I was trying to back up, so yeah, go fuck exactly, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Stupid. Anyway. Valve. <clears throat> Valve has been a big advocate of the Linux platform in recent years, with Steam getting a native Linux client, as well as co-owner Gabe Newell uh, mentioning the OS a lot lately. A lot of people have been wondering what Valve would do next on the platform, and more importantly, what they would what they would bring to, or what, the, what, what they would do for gaming on Linux. What they would do. There you go. What they would do for gaming on Linux. Um, it seems we have our answer. Steam OS. Valve, Valve has announced their very own operating system based on the Linux kernel that will be built around the Steam platform. From the announcement page on the website, quote. As we've been working on bringing Steam to the living room, we've come to the conclusion that the environment best suited to delivering delivering value to customers is an operating system built around Steam itself. SteamOS combines the rock-solid architecture of Linux with a gaming experience built for the big screen. It will be available soon as a free standalone operating system for living room machines. Valve's Linux client for Steam has been created around the Ubuntu distribution of Linux since its release. Um, a side note, you can pretty much install it on every distribution of Linux at this point. <laughs> when, when something comes out for Linux, it will be bent, broken, slapped. <laughs> like it's, it's been put in everything. Um, I'm running it myself because I'm kind of beast mode. Um, running it in toasters and, you know. I got this shit running on my fridge <laughs> just in case. I want to play some shit. You know what I mean? Like some right. Dota 2 while I'm getting the milk. Yeah, you know, um, you never know. <laughs> right. Um, 
Valve seems to want to sidestep the middleman, so to speak, and just come out with their very own operating system for the living room. It's not all about gaming either, with a few more features announced like in-home streaming of your PC's content to your television, like music and videos. The recently announced family sharing feature, so you can share your Steam purchases or Steam purchase titles with other accounts and, of course, parental controls. SteamOS will be built around not only consuming content but creating it as well with the Steam Workshop. Those through SteamOS, uh, Valve promises a more direct line of communication between creators and gamers and the ability to change or replace any piece of software their creator has uploaded on the fly. This is an interesting turn of events from Valve, as and I honestly didn't see it coming. I really didn't. Like, I, I thought they were just going to do it like everybody else and just kind of toy with Linux and then kind of go whatever. <laughs> right. But, um, like everybody well, I, else does. Exactly. While I love when Linux gets some positive reinforcement, I can't help but wonder if this may be a bad thing for the already existing Linux distros. Not Linux itself, but the existing operating systems run off it. Only time will tell, and currently there's very little information to go on. We'll keep you posted. One thing that excites me, most most PC games are on Steam, right. whether you like it or not. That also that also along with that is most most PC games get most of their money from Steam. The the disc based PC gaming market is all but dead. I mean, you can get some of the biggest titles on discs, but not pretty much most games you can. And even if you can, most people are getting it from Steam or Origin if you're if it's an EA game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to me, this this shows that. Being that Linux has struggled with gaming, just not because it can't do it, but because two reasons that are on both sides of the fence. One reason is developers don't give a shit about an operating system that doesn't make them any money. It has a very small market share, and it's free. The other side of the coin is there are so many different Linux distributions that even though they're running on the same kernel, they act differently. So not only would the developer have to dedicate time to an operating system that not a lot of people use, but they'd have to do it for like 20 of them because they're all different, which really they don't. But that's if they want a A plus product, they're going to have to do that. Um, so Steam is making the leap and or Valve's making the leap. But I dig it because if they if they're real serious about it, then other the games that they they sell are going to be like oh shit now we need to make linux platforms and linux ports shit so i'm excited i'm excited for this because i think steam for linux is dope dude like it came out looks just like steam there's nothing different there's nothing um it's not like a dumb version of steam it's just steam the chat things there everything um and there's a linux game section obviously Hmm. and it has some big games on there I, i just bought the new uh or the last week's Humble Bundle. Oh, right. So yeah. I got I got games like Fez and uh, Bastion and some of those cool ones. But I even got Brutal Legend, <laughs> which is a dope game. Huh. Um, Dota 2, which is an extremely popular game, uh, has a native Linux client, runs beautifully. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty dope. A lot, a lot of exciting things are happening in the Linux area. And it was my way to sneak a Linux uh, story into the, into the podcast. <laughs> bitch because you so, always got to hey man if it's news it's news you know what i mean <laughs> all i'm saying <laughs> all right well going into comic book news 
Uh, I remember back in the day when there was a she- She-Hulk ongoing series, but that has been hasn't been happening in recent years. Mostly, she's been relegated to the pages of Mighty Avengers and FF. However, it seems that it, it the that that will change come February 2014 with a new ongoing C- series featuring the cousin of Bruce Banner, writer Charles Soley. Uh, Thunderbolts and Swamp Thing and Javier Belido of Hawkeye will be ushering a new series, according to Newsarama. Quote, 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 uh, She-Hulk has always been a title where weird, cool things can happen, Soleil's told USA Today. She is a strong, very strong female character. Bum-bum. And uh, in comics, possibly, and comics um, absolutely cannot have too many of those. There's no reason Jennifer Walters can be can't be iconic, and we're going to do is um, make that happen. She-Hulk, aka Jennifer Walters, was created by Stanley and uh, John Buscema in the 1980s Savage She-Hulk when her cousin Bruce Banner was forced to give her transfusion after she was gravely injured by a Los Angeles crime boss. She absolutely has problems, just like most of um, the heroes in the Marvel U, but she chooses to approach them with optimism and good spirits rather than surrendering to the, the grim and gritty, the writer tells USA Today. It takes a lot to bring She-Hulk down, although we'll throw a lot at her. Um, in the uh, let's see, I'll skip down because there's a lot of quotes in this article. Uh, all the drama in this book comes from. De- from decisions Jennifer and She-Hulk make, and as an Avenger, it's going to mean real consequences, not just for her, but all corners of the Marvel U, Soleil explained. She combats all the crap that gets thrown at her with something more akin to positivity, but that doesn't make her flighty. She chooses to deal with her inner turmoil in a different way, something more like I imagine Captain America does. I've always liked She-Hulk because she was a more intelligent version of the mindless monster. For those of you hardcore fans, remember she was re- she replaced the Thing in the Fantastic Four when he remained on the Phantom Planet during Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. Um, I'm looking forward to check this comic out uh, next year. Yeah, I like She-Hulk. I think it's a cool character. Yeah, she doesn't get a lot of play, unlike the regular Hulk, but uh, she doesn't get a whole lot of play. She's actually, she can be more dynamic than the regular Hulk because she's not dumb. Yeah. And she actually thinks. Yeah. Thanks. Which is interesting. Yeah. And let's let's admit it, kind of hot looking green. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Just throwing yeah. it out there, let people know. Because we all thought it. Like, would I hit? Maybe. Yeah. Not saying I wouldn't. I'm not, not saying, saying I, I would, would, but you never know. I would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to lie to the people, you know. Um, <laughs> so this article comes from IGN because I just wrote it, actually. <laughs> actually, I guess I could read mine. Couldn't I? You could. I could. Do, 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 do. It's not even out yet. You guys are getting the – well, by the time you read it. It'll be out. It'll be out, but li- listening to it right now, it's new. It's like, like a sneak peek. It's like a sneak peek, but it's already like, – don't look at the website yet. <laughs> so <laughs> Dynamite Entertainment announced back at this It's like a nip slip. Right? Dynamite Entertainment announced back at this year's San Diego Comic-Con that they were going to be rebooting the Army of Darkness comic book universe with Ash and the Army of Darkness. 
Written by Steve Niles and drawn by Dennis Calero, the series will bring Ash back into the limelight once again, and that's a good thing. The series starts right after the Army of Darkness movie, with hero Ash Williams as the focus, of course. Niles spoke about the comic's overall tone in a recent press release. Quote, <laughs> I am shooting for equal parts scary and funny without either, without either stepping on the other. That's why almost all the humor comes from Ash's reactions. The Curse of the Dead is very serious, and it is only through Ash's eyes we are able to laugh. I don't want people to feel too safe because of the jokes. There will still be extreme horror. Dennis's art is perfect for that. Or for it's perfect for what we are going after. It's very realistic, so the horror is in your face, and the comedy plays much better. I'm a huge fan of the movie and of the old comics as well. So this is interesting news. Um, over on the now, now you can look. If you go to lazygeeks.com, um, we have I think it's like five or six uh, scans, official scans. I didn't steal anything of the first issue of uh, Ash and the Army of Darkness. The art style is interesting. It's it's kind of basic, but and and people are saying it's not basic, but it's more simple, almost like cell shaded. But pe- people are really being critical about it. But the the scans that we have is him in an S mart. It's not it's not anything that's too gritty yet. So I think it needs to be fleshed out a bit. The cover, which is written or drawn by um Ben uh, Templesmith, is badass, dude. The the cover's sick. So just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there you go. Sneak peek. All right. All right, moving on to technology news, something Adam had mentioned earlier. One of the biggest reasons I hear about people going with Apple is simply because they like the phone that doesn't does everything for you. Yes, that can be a good thing, but in some cases, it can hurt you. Given that most people stick with Apple because it rarely changes, but it does. Uh, it gives the illusion that something has changed, but it stays similar enough for people not to be afraid of it. It's like the non-threatening you know, smartphone. Uh, how, <laughs> however, if you are one of those iPhone 6, iOS 6 holdouts, you may not have a choice. Apple is one of those companies that doesn't like you to, um, to have uh, any say in anything. They roll out something new, you need to update immediately. The, uh, the case with iOS 7, you don't have a choice when it comes to downloading the new operating system. Probably unbeknownst to all of you, it already is on your phone. The iOS 7 update downloaded shortly after you turned on your phone or connected it to an AC power cord, according to CNET. The bad thing is that you cannot remove it from your device. Why is this a bad thing? The update itself for some users is about one gig in size and has a lot uh, when you have a, and th- which is a lot when you have a 16 gigabyte device. And it will take, and if you take a lot of pictures and videos or have a lot of media on your phone, one gigabyte could impact you. Uh, the site confirms that the behavior is occurring on iPhone 4 and 4th generation iPads, uh, both of which are running iOS 6. After their test, they found the update took more than a bit, um, a bit more than three gigabytes of space, which is huge for an update. Apple, of course, has not commented on automatic updates, but if you have it on your phone, there is there for good. While the download, um, while it downloaded the update, which didn't need your permission it does require your permission to install it on your device so i guess it's good that you you know they gave you one thing to be able to decide on but uh like adam says you know apple has always been upgrade it's a mass upgrade on everything one of the things i like about android is that you don't have to necessarily upgrade 
onto your phone. They'll tell you, it's available. Do you want it, asshole? And then you can say, <laughs> no, fuck you, Google. I don't want it. And they're like, all right, peace out. It's like you're going to lose some functionality, but you don't need to get it. Do whatever yeah, you want. Exactly. You don't need to update Instagram, so fuck yourself. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and, and Adam did bring up a good point. Apple's always been one of those companies that says, you know, here, here's the new one. Deal with it and learn to love it. And but, it's, it fits into their their whole business plan. It's uniformity. Right. Everybody has the exact same thing. Exactly. And it does make it easier for them to keep a more stable ecosystem. Yeah. You know, especially with their apps. It just, I mean, it just takes away from the the fun of everything, yeah. I guess. And also, iOS 7, iOS 7 looks like it was designed by the same people who designed Hello Kitty. <laughs> like, it's it's all colorful and it's weird. Yeah. I heard it um, that... Because it has a feature now that when you turn the screen, the orientation of what's on the screen will turn towards you, which I think is retarded. I don't understand why I would point the screen somewhere else but still want to look at it. Yeah. Um, and it's been making people sick, oh, like literally just... sick. Oh, wow. <laughs> kind of like the 3DS problem. With right, the right. And stuff. So I thought that was funny. It's like <laughs> now the iPhone makes everybody sick and not just me. <laughs> so thought that was great well it's it's funny too because like some people and this this bugs me for some people for some things is people will sit there and go oh fuck fuck apple i don't want ios 7 i want to stick with ios 6 blah 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 um and it's just like going well didn't you have yeah like you said didn't you have that problem with the last one or is it simply you know or is it simply because you just you're seriously one of those people that don't like any change you know, most people have said that the iOS 7 is taking. They've said that they've taken the good things from Android and the good things from uh, Apple and kind of meshed them together. Yeah, well, of course they did. Yeah, yeah that just makes sense. But it's um, I just don't care. <laughs> when, when it really gets down to it, I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen I, iOS 7. I have a there's one person at my job, and my job is full of some of the geekiest people I've ever seen in my life. They, they make me blush. Hmm. And they, they all have Android phones, of course, because customization and stuff like that. There's one of them that has an Apple phone. And he gets and laughed at like, and teased. He goes, dude, check out this iOS 7. And was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> but I, I, ch- I checked it out, and it's, it's just really – it's flat. Yeah. They even took some good elements from the design of Windows Phone. The whole flat, simplistic look, but then they added a lot of color to it. It's like somebody spilled Skittles all over the Windows Phone. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. It's brand new. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. If you the, want, uh, if you didn't the want maps, to the maps app doesn't. <laughs> you saw the picture I posted. Oh right, yeah. Where it says it says biggest update in iOS seven. The maps, the Apple Maps app doesn't drive you over an overpass, and it shows a picture. And I, I said, uh, what did I say? I said, good job, Apple. You're doing so great, pats on head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. Can't even figure out a damn map. If you can't figure it out, then just use Google Maps like everybody else. Swallow your damn pride. Exactly. Anyway. If you, didn't want, if you didn't want to be told what to do, then you shouldn't have got, a, you shouldn't have got an iPhone. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. Really. That that sound you heard was the mic dropping. Now, on to the new Apple. Uh, Microsoft isn't <laughs> <laughs> isn't doing too bad lately in the next-gen race. 
since it all started. Uh, policies have changed to suit what the people wanted, and even though their fumble gave Sony a nice boost in popularity, there is no way they're they're in no way lagging with the Xbox One. Corporate Vice President of Microsoft's Interactive Entertainment sat down with Edge and spoke his mind on how his company's gaming platform is a good choice. Quote, We are winning the game's message. He said, adding, We had, ov- we had over 100 awards coming out and e- of e- out of E3 for games on our platform. This is, this, that is more than twice as many awards as any other platform. Or he could just say the PlayStation 4. Hmm. Um Harrison brought up games like the Xbox One's X. You can't even say that five times fast. The <laughs> Xbox One's upcoming shooter, um, Titanfall, for good reason, for so many E3 awards. So Titanfall, Titanfall looks sick too. Um, he notes the media is paying attention to to line the lineup of games Microsoft is coming out with, and agreeing that it's the best prospect. Uh, gears changed. Gears changed when Harrison was asked about the recent policy changes that Microsoft made when it comes to used games and trading or loaning games with friends. He believes this to be a great thing and shows how Microsoft listened to its fan base. Quote, I think when you create a vision of the future, you paint the vision of the future you are most excited about, he said. But we got clear feedback that some of the things we were proposing were perhaps a little too far in the future. That's like a way of saying, like, we listen to you, but you're just not ready for how awesome we are. Right. So we're going to dumb it down for you. (laughs) We literally would blow your mind, but we know you won't be able to handle this, so we're going to just chill on that for a bit. You simple motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, So he says, so we changed. We took feedback from the community. We changed our plans. That's a good thing. I have to say I agree with everything Harrison is saying when it comes to the change in policies. While I am personally favoring the PSD for a variety of reasons, a lot of that being personal taste, you can't fault Microsoft for hearing gamers didn't like what they were doing and changing it to suit what the people wanted. It's okay to backpedal if it if it's to please those that you're supposed to respect. Um, now, Steve also brought up a great point. We were talking about this on the side, uh, that they also said that they listened to gamers when they made their first things about no use games. And obviously they were fucking being stupid. Right. Um, and Microsoft definitely has egg on their face with this whole launch. But I think that they, from a business standpoint, they, they saved, they saved it. I think that um, people aren't as like reluctant towards it. Cause when that first came out, no one wanted that Xbox. Except for diehard people. Yeah. Like at least at my shop, like everyone was like, "Oh, I'm gonna switch to the PlayStation." I've never had a PlayStation. I'm gonna switch to the PlayStation. You know, now it's kind of like things have cooled off a little bit, and they made the switch to a more traditional and logical <laughs> business plan. And everyone's like, "Oh, cool!" And now people are starting to pay attention. Now that that's not the focal point, people are paying attention to the cool things they are doing with the inter- integration with television and and stuff like that. Because that stuff is cool. You know, I mean, it's but it's not the reason you buy a gaming gaming machine, but it's still cool. Right. But no one was really paying attention to it because everyone was like, "Fucking, you're fucking up the used game market." Yeah. <laughs> which is which is a still a big market and it's still a big fuck up. But you know, it, it, yeah, they do. They did say face by saying, "Oh yeah, sorry about that." See what had happened was, you know, yeah, but. I, I still am one of those that are just kind of like, yeah, 
it's mostly because for me, I felt like insulted my intelligence a bit, saying that, oh, yeah, we listened to you guys, and this is what we came up with. And so, I don't know, but that's just me, though. No, I'm with you on that, too. Are you? I just just think there's there's still a group of people that at first they complained about the policies, and then Microsoft changed the policies, and now they're complaining that they changed the policies. Those people well, yeah. don't make any sense. Like, it's okay to say, I'm happy you changed it, but you guys are still kind of assholes. Right. Like, that's okay. Yeah, which, know, is, but... which is where I'm at. I'm at, like, you know, I'm glad you guys changed the policy. I'm glad you guys didn't pull a full on Apple and say, like, yo, fuck you. Like, you got, like, Microsoft did with, um, you know, Vista and shit like that. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's still, like, I, I still don't like what you did, but I respect you did it. Know what I'm saying? Word. Word to the motherfucking... I can't even remember that. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as we do each and every week, we... Uh, where is it? Oh, there it is. I fucking lost my place. My windows just completely crashed on me. So as we do each and every week, <laughs> we find the company, person, or entity that does something that simply reeks of douchebaggery. And Wait, maybe... what, what crashed on you? My window crashed. In Windows. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are your rootkits coming along? No. Uh, <laughs> how are your beca- rootkits coming along? <laughs> uh, they become the Lazy Geeks douchebag of the week. Now, some of you may have probably wondered or don't care uh, why we didn't speak about um, BlackBerry this week, about how they're uh, they got they're getting sold, and then BlackBerry is coming to a screeching halt. And the simple reason was it's just we weren't surprised. <laughs> I, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you would know that we have always been a critic of BlackBerry basically since the dawn of Android and iOS when BlackBerry effectively refused to change anything. They they rested on their laurels thinking that, oh, well, our customer base is so strong, so solid, so dedicated that they would not dare go with something else. And yeah. That that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Um, if you even go back further, you'll see – well, not further, but if you go back as early as last year when they announced BlackBerry 10, their whole thing that was supposed to revolutionize BlackBerry and bring them back swinging was delayed for nearly a year. And I had even said that they delayed it a year. That's going to cost them. It's going to cost them bad. When they changed their name from RIM to BlackBerry – it was just like wah wah. <laughs> uh, so I, I I don't think I think the only people that were surprised by BlackBerry's failure is BlackBerry. Yeah, they seemed to just not know what was going on. Really, like they were just confused. Yeah, I mean it's just let's come out with a new phone. Everyone was like, "Why? What are you doing?" <laughs> I know. Like, go home, BlackBerry. You're drunk. <laughs> and then like. Then, like, what was it? Thurston Hines said that, um, oh, tablets, because BlackBerry's playbook failed. Oh, tablets are, are obsolete. They'll be gone in five years. You know, they're, they're um, they'll just, they'll die out. And it's like, really, while Amazon and 
Apple are selling like billions of them every year, you're going to sit there and say that they're a dying fad because yours didn't work. Yeah. But, uh, what, do you, what do you think about this whole um, – Well, the company was sold to a holding firm, which means that they're most likely just going to sell off the individual assets to the highest bidder. So the company is dead. We're not going to see another BlackBerry phone. I, I really doubt it. If this holding firm is as crazy as BlackBerry was, and they go, "Oh, well, now we have a cell phone company." <laughs> no, you have you have the shell of a cell phone company. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the remnants of a once cell phone company. Because <laughs> honestly, the new this is a situation. The the new phone OS that they came out with recently wasn't a bad os it wasn't it was solid it had some interesting ideas but currently we're in an ecosystem now we have two biggest players apple and android and they're not going anywhere and then through android we're starting to see a lot of open source um open source os replacements like the firefox os that's going to come out um ubuntu os that's going to come out for the phone um and and you're going to see a lot more of that going on and i think that most users don't give a shit about their OS on their phone. They're fine with Android or Apple. The people that want something different will most likely be okay with installing custom shit to their Android. So the markets are all full, really. There's nothing – and Windows phones are in there to add spice, I guess. But there, there's just – I don't see any niche market that isn't covered yeah. when it comes to phones. I, I think that Android – Apple's got the I just want a phone that works – down pat right and android is the i want a swiss army knife in my pocket down pat you can do anything with an android phone really so it's to me i mean i don't know i I was thinking about this yesterday we were talking about it at work and I, i can't think of a market that's not covered when it comes to phones or tablets really i mean tablets you could do some different shit you know i mean if you if you really wanted to like microsoft's microsoft's tablets interest me more than their phones yeah. At this point, you know, because it's interesting. The the Surface Pro is dope. Surface RT, yeah, but the Surface Pro is dope. You know, so, I mean, I'd probably install Linux on it as soon as I got it, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, the It's just interesting to me that BlackBerry was even trying. Yeah. I, I just think to it was me, weird. Yeah, to me it was just too little, too late, like way too late. Like there was – there is no reason they should have waited this long to release their own version. They just they sat too long. They did what a lot of companies do and companies that sit too long, especially ones that came out really early on, have trouble adapting to a new market and, and that's what happens. Well, they had they had every opportunity. Yeah. Every opportunity um to to become a driving force or remain a driving force in the cell phone market and they just fucking did just didn't give a shit yeah. really that I, I don't know why i really don't like it was confusing to me yeah i would see like oh here's an opportunity for them to like the the tablet the tablet market was still relatively new at that point the only yeah. the only ones really making a big splash was apple with the ipad andrew was just coming out with some cool shit and and here comes blackberry and i'm like oh they can really they could be the third one you know right. there was no microsoft tablets i mean they could they could be the one Nope, they have to come up with a shit device. <laughs> they don't bother fixing it, and they just end it. Yeah, you know. So I was like, 
all that most of the shit that was wrong with the BlackBerry OS could have been fixed with an update. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and they just didn't care. They're just like, oh, fucking YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the, fuck it. I, the ultimate YOLO was... <laughs> I played with that little tablet. I love the size of it, the playbook. I thought the name was cool, you know, but the OS was just shit. Like, I couldn't figure out how to turn... Th- I, this is the problem, and I'm a techie dude, but I picked up the tablet. I was at the Sprint store because I was getting phones at the time back in the day when I had a was getting my Epic phone. Um, I picked up the tablet. They had it on the thing, and I spent five minutes with it, and in that five minutes, I couldn't figure out how to get to my applications to open things. Wow. Now, sure, I'm sure it's easy. I'm sure it's right there, whatever. But the whole point of a tablet, if I pick up an iPad or if I pick up an Android tablet, it will take me half of a fraction of a second to figure out how to use it. Right. The average person. There's obviously older people who are just resistant to anything that has a battery in it, you know, <laughs> or, or just, you know, stuff like that. But the average person can pick up an Android or an iPad and just be like, boom, I got it. Yeah. The basics. I got this. But, but the BlackBerry, I mean – you needed a fucking manual with that thing. Like, I couldn't figure out how anything worked. Unless it was just broken and it wasn't working. Which I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, um, right. I don't know. I think we just don't need to talk about BlackBerry anymore because they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. They're gone. Like a punk bitch. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, site comments. First one is yours. Um, True Mr. True Mr. Six... On my China allows gaming consoles. I, I did an article. Surprising why I didn't talk about this in the podcast, but um, China is lifting their bans on uh, their 25-year ban on game consoles in China um, in the free market zones. Uh, he said, "Oh, great, more adolescents, more adolescents to shout incomprehensible stuff at me." Yes, <laughs> exactly. Just. I, Go ahead. The, thing, the thing with the China thing is, is I I know they're lifting the ban on the consoles. I highly doubt that they're they won't have their own enclosed ecosystem when it comes to like Xbox Live or something. I, I don't think that they're going to be on our servers and shit like that. Which I wouldn't mind. I don't give a shit. Playing a game is playing a game. We all have thumbs. It, it really doesn't matter to me. But knowing China, they, I mean, they're they're unlocking the internet fine, but. The whole thing with China and the in-game consoles, they didn't like them because they were like, oh, it's just gonna it's going to ruin our, our youth. Right. And their points were kind of valid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just they're just going to sit around and play video games all day. Um, but pretty much everyone in China already had the systems anyway because you could buy it, buy it on the black market, which is essentially just go outside and buy it. It was just illegal, but, the, you know. Right. It's just, uh, I don't know, yay China. <laughs> All right, uh, Paul Turner, 76, on my article for Doctor Who DVD gets a release date. Uh, I have to say that I'm getting slightly bothered by it. At least wait a few weeks until after the event to announce the DVD Blu-ray release dates. It spoils a whole televisual event. At, ooh, televisual. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Did he make that up? I don't or know. It... I don't know, but it, he sounds slightly British, so it's possible that's a real word. Uh, I would think televised. Yeah. Would... 
I'm not making fun of you. I'm yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as often, uh, the specials of the DVD get leaked before the event has happened. Though I have started to notice a rise in streaming services showing content first before the program airs on the normal telly. Most recently, I keep selling programs. Uh, I keep seeing program. Episodes air on BBC iPlay a couple of days before the transmission date on Terrestrial. Soon uh, we will, we will, I think, uh, have entire series available over the net long before we get it on TV, which is actually happening in some cases. And that this w- will be the death nail for what used to be the television event of the night. I have to say I agree with you on that uh, because we have seen it where you can see uh, movies before they're even released in theaters on um on demand or anything like that or you know uh there was um not ifc but there was a there is a there's a channel on cable that they did that for like god bless um god god bless america uh got john uh bobcat goldwaith movie was actually released on cable before it was released in the theaters so it's I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of that, and I, I do agree because you always wanted to see the program and then wait for the release date. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree with you. And pretty soon, yeah, it's TV's going to be whenever you want to watch it. Yeah, and also I, I did look up t- Televisual in uh, the Merriam-Webster dictionary online, and it it is a word of relating to or suitable for broadcast by television, and it does say chiefly British. Nah. Which is why we sound so fucking stupid right now. <laughs> so you actually, you're the one that uh, you're the one that questioned the validity of it, televisual. I simply thought it was a cool word. So you remember, just, so remember you were just that skipping over the obvious. So 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 remember that when you when you sit there and send your hate mail, send it to Adam. That's that's who the hate mail should be listed to. Hey, fuck yo, Logan. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Last I'm one is yours, motherfucker. From the streets. <laughs> Is oh, drive full on my uh, spoiler GTA Five maps leaked. By the way, came out before the game. Yes, note that. Um, is simply huge, very huge. It will be difficult to go through all the points on the map, and maybe long, maybe long previous installments of GTA. I think you meant long four previous installments yeah. of GTA. Um, who does not want to see spoilers? Just not because, just not between the posts. XDD. I don't know. Smiley, I, mean. I think it's supposed to be like smiley face. I think face. it's like an extreme smiley, smiley face. face. Yeah. Um, between the between the posts, obviously, meaning like you don't want to read an article that you didn't know there was a spoiler. Oh right, <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, that map is huge, and and I'm definitely see. I kept hearing rumors that the game was going to get a port to the next gen, but now I'm pretty much hearing it's not coming to the next gen. That the whole purpose of it was to cap the current generation. Um, and they'll work on something new. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking I'm going to buy that for my PS3, dude. Have you played it yet, or are you still fucking off? Still fucking off. I plan to play it tomorrow, So because uh, I have tomorrow off. So I plan to play that, play some Last of Us, and um, and uh, some uh, Sleeping Dogs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to have a video game day tomorrow. I, I fully endorse that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So before we head out, we want to remind you all to check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, where you can get all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all our podcasting content, including uh, the monthly installments of the In the Ink podcast, Lazy Ring of Death, and our biweekly podcast. uh, programming of the Cinephile Podcast. Like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. Follow us on Twitter at The Lazy Geeks. You can follow me at TLG, Stephen Vargas, or Adam over there at TLG, Adam Riley. Hi. Uh, <laughs> the Lazy Geeks team is provided by Kevin McLeod. And uh, before we... Before I give the official head out, this is the last one of, Septem- the last one of September and starting... Next month, our next podcast starts our three-year anniversary of the Lazy Geeks podcast. So, uh, yeah, three years we've been doing this shit for free. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't have other shit to do with our time, but we take time out to do this for you. Hey, man, I got other shit to do with my time. Yeah. And that's real talk. I could be playing games. Yeah, I mean, for real. Yeah. Looking at bitches online. You know, things like that. All day, every day, dude. (laughs) So be sure you leave a comment because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. So remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week, a peace out.